Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Hello, welcome to another bonus episode of the Staller Podcast. We're me and Darren Conway from the internet. Answer your listener questions that you have sent into Starlet at goloudnowtheinternet.com. Dot com. That's where you're from. You live on the internet, don't you? I live in Fingless. What? Yeah. Are you a real person? <laughs> That's fucking weird, man. Oh, I thought yeah. you were just on my phone. No. I swear to God, I actually am a normal person. Do you eat? <gasps> a lot. I go to Duns. But I thought you were like just, uh, someone on the internet. Like stuck in the internet. Yeah. Just shows up in an ad every now and again. No. No, I'm pretty real. Any questions for the real yeah. the real Darren Conway? Well, this is Don't for Joe. Fan, no, no, this is for Joe. For me? Yeah. For me? Um, oh, we've had previous correspondence from uh, residents of, as they put it, the back part of the Kimmage. Oh. This may be linked in some way, but a gentleman referring to himself as Benjamin Trousers from the back part of Kimmage contacts us today. No, no. So, no. He says... The kids love watching that show. Nailed it. It's an American competition type thing. I know it. Where a team of professional bakers make some amazing looking cakes and they get three or four people who've never baked before on there to try and copy it. Mm. Because they're American, they all think they're going to be the first one in all 20 series to not only get it right, but actually improve on the pro's recipe. Joe would be perfect for it. They make a hames of it every time, obviously. It's actually fairly entertaining. In the same way, I imagine it was entertaining when they used to charge into <laughs> when they used to charge into lunatic asylums, so you could gawp at the patients. Could you? <laughs> could you used to do that. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. But listen, the, I think the central point here is that there's whole TV shows where people like Joe think they can do it better than the experts get uh, shown up. Like on my glove, I'm great. I'll do what I want. <laughs> uh, I've watched that TV show. Nailed it. And were you watching it saying I'd nail it? I I was watching it saying I'd do better than them. <laughs> it's definitely like when you see the disaster. They're relentless. It's like sitting at home watching who wants to be a millionaire saying, Oh, you could go on that. Gonna <laughs> have to get a load of fucking Man United questions. Oh, you do that. Yeah. But then, the weakest link. But you then when you go, it's all like fucking politics and history, and you're like, Ah. Oh, but like, be, fucking Egypt's that go on. I'm a, like, who wants to be a millionaire? And then walk home with nothing. Mm. That's silly shit. What's a red lentilist? You said a red lentilist? No, I didn't. I don't think he said that. I think we'll listen back and we'll <laughs> see that you did say red lentilist. Red lentilist. That's what you said. You think you said relentless. Oh, oh I okay. said you're relentless. Yeah. Oh, okay. Red, <laughs> red lentilist. Red lentilist. I was like, is there a red lentil? Red, red lentil. I think there are red lentils, yeah. That's why I thought this is something interesting. But yeah, I, I've watched Nailed It. <laughs> I've watched Nailed It and it's, it's a very basic cake like the what they're making, the cake that they have to replicate, cake like. it's kind of basic enough. Not basic enough. Obviously, it's fucking difficult. But if you have two brain cells, you'll be able to do it. Like, But these are just idiots. And they don't have like, too much time pressure. Now, if you give me a little bit of time, I'll do that. If I knew what was going on that show, I'd put in a bit of week's preparation, like baking and understanding fondant and, and the difference between fondant Did and Did you ever chocolate. bake a cake? Did you ever bake a cake? No, never. In the entire life. <laughs> Never in my entire life. Either have I. Cake. So, was you ever buy a cake from a shop? Yeah. 
Yeah. Cool. Do you want more questions? Yeah. Yeah. Preferably not cake themed. Uh, on, this, on the theme of Joe and uh, just Joe, um, the heading of this email is just Owen in all caps with three exclamation marks. Uh, that's where you're open there. says, you cannot leave the lads, especially Joe, unsupervised. They need an ever-present fact-checking guardian. Failure to do so could well result in the construction of some serious conspiracy theories. Please let Joe know that Google is his friend and the world will not explode in 4,000 years. And as far as we know, unless we get hit by a meteor or something, the world will continue for around another 4 to 5 billion years. So there's loads of time for God to add to his big brother reel, but he might not want to include all of Joe's facts in inverted commas because they will not make for very pleasant viewing that was last the truth is out there from Lenny Mack that was last week not yeah. talking about earth blowing up in 4,000 yeah. years and I, I, said, said, I wasn't saying I don't think I will that was Lenny Mack's point that I should not leave you unsupervised again I agree it's it's regrettable us or John <laughs> you egg them on I feel like I you ha- certainly don't stop them anyway do you no. What have I been telling you? If it sounds like it's bullshit, <laughs> it's, it's probably. Ah, now, 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 I'm right some of the times. Now you do fact check. I'm right some of the times. I feel like I kind of have free reign. Like I have, uh, like it's, a, it's an open goal every time because, like, you know what I mean? You'll catch it, you know, if it's wrong. But I'll just have a go. I'll have a go. And I didn't say like that the world will end. In well, you need to years. practice self restraint then when I'm not here. No, because what I was trying to say, I know what he's referring to. What I was trying to say is not that the Maybe world will end. Moment. Not the world will end, but humanity possibly could come to an end in 2,000 years, as we know it. I know the JFK episodes were out before last week's one, but people were obviously getting through the last of them. So we just, it's since then we got kind of a, a lot of emails, a lot of emails uh, from people who were big fans of JFK episodes. Kev says the aliens and Oswald killed JFK. Oswald killed JFK. He said Oswald was abducted by the aliens as a kid. From then on, he went, Looney been crazy and vowed revenge. Aliens and CIA found out JFK was close to out in their present on Earth, presence on Earth. So the aliens killed JFK and took his body to another planet. <coughs> cloned him with an alien. Uh, cloned JFK with an alien? Connolly's Texas governor. He found out, told Oswald. So Oswald tried to kill... Oh, so the, the JFK, it's Kev's theory, the JFK in the car was an alien. That was alien JFK. So they had already kidnapped. Is this something that he researched or? I don't know. D- Kev has not included sources. <laughs> Bold statement. Um, so Oswald found out about this uh, because John Connolly, Texas governor, told Oswald. And uh, Oswald then said he had to kill alien JFK. Um, <laughs> yeah, it goes to the CIA. I don't know. Well, thanks, Kev. <laughs> That's Kev's theory. That's the official. That's yeah. the official title of that theory. Kev's theory. JFK was an alien. Oswald was was abducted by him. Probed. JFK probed Oswald, and Oswald zapped him. I don't believe that. Do you not think so? No. So it's a wild one, Kev. John in Rush. He says, "What a what a fucking get this quadrilogy." Did he course in an email? He did. He said, "What a quadrilogy on JFK." Yeah. Unbelievable content. He says Alan Dulles was definitely behind it. Quadrilogy. There you go. Lads, here's the dilemma. Please keep me anonymous. I've been invited to play golf with my fiancé's grandparents over the Christmas holidays. I haven't really played too much golf before, but I know I'm not too shabby at it. Shades of Joe here. This will be the first time that this has happened. Do I A, 
Take the loss and make the grandparents feel amazing, but make me look like a dope in front of the missus. Or do I be wipe the floor with them? Show the old man who's the boss. I say take the W. Take the W, but <coughs> modestly, like don't fucking slaughter them, them a chance and then just like kind of leave it down to the last hole or something where it could be 50 50, but like you know, you're going to win. Yeah. Like if you start stretching ahead. Like if you start like wiping the ball from. Why is, he, why is he assuming that? Like, are they. I'm, I'm, if they're inviting him to play golf, Surely presumably they're decent good. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. Presumably someone who hasn't done a whole lot of something before probably won't be as good as someone who does it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's hitting the ball down a green. It's not too complicated. <laughs> it's fucking complicated. <laughs> you realise you just disagreed with yourself there. I'm just, I'm curious as to why he... You reverted to type. You almost had a logical yeah, I mean, outlook yeah, on I mean, it. I miss one important part of that. It's like accuracy. Hitting the ball down a field with accuracy. Mm. And the accuracy part is like the most difficult. It's... It's really difficult. So we're saying win, but win gracefully. Absolutely. But yeah. take the W all day. You can't be letting anyone beat you. Unless, I, I'd be curious as to know how long they're together. And if they're together a long time, wipe the floor with them. Bad time of year to be playing golf. That's very true. Yeah, make sure you get a buggy. Get a buggy, especially for the grandparents. And do you know what's a weird thing as well? Like I was going to say, have your guard up because it's a long time to spend with grandparents mm-hmm. and they're probably gonna, they're trying to get information out of feel for you especially if it's a new relationship so hit the ball away from their ball so you can split up <laughs> and so you're only together on the tee box that's not bad have your guard up you may not have thought about that yet but now you can now you can think of it if somebody is inviting you for a game of golf they're more than likely half decent yeah like not like you wouldn't hear me saying to you do you want to go for a game of golf I'd be like, well, I'm sure you. I yeah. wouldn't ask you that. But if it was good at golf, I'd say, Do you want to go for a game of golf? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, say, You must be good at this game, man. Just to fucking put you out there and just like embarrass you. Do you know that way? Yeah. Do you want a game of golf? Oh, see, he must be good. He's up to something. That's a real suspicious thing to invite someone like, Imagine me saying to you, Do you want to go swimming? <laughs> I'd be like, This fucker's going to drown me. No. <laughs> Do you want to go for a game of javelin? i <laughs> Not really. No. Why would I want to go playing javelin with you? Why? Because of that. <laughs> Beat them modestly, unless you know them a long time, and then smoke them. If it's the first time you've ever fucking met them, let them win. No. You need to be. You need to. It's the first time you've ever fucking met them. Show that you're the, Take the, the man. Take the W. Hope that answers your question. Uh, very, very interesting question there. Um, Kev? I hope it's Kev. Oh, he's anonymous. Keep him anonymous. Anonymous. Keep Was him anonymous. it Kev, though? No, Kev, Kev uh, had a theory about Alien JFK. Oh yeah, that was Kev. That was Kev. We won't That's forget Kev. That's a good Kev. name though. Anonymous is a good name. Uh, Aaron in Perth has one for you. Aaron in Perth. Perth. Aaron in Perth. Dan Under. He, I'm a celebrity. He says, Get me out of here. Well, he argues the two biggest efforts in your day-to-day life are wiping your arse and brushing your teeth. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Waking up. Waking up is a The biggest man. effort of the day is getting out of bed, yeah? I think wiping your arse is nice. I don't really think it's nice. And brushing your teeth is not an effort either. You wake up with smelly breath and smelly sleepy breath and you give it a good brushing you and you're like... brush your teeth every day? Yeah. Twice a day? Do you want the question? Oh shit, yeah. yeah. Right. Aaron's question is, would you rather never have to wipe your hole again or never have to brush your teeth again? Ooh. Ooh. Does that mean both remain clean forever? Yes. Permanently clean without any upkeep. I go with teeth. Never have to brush your teeth again. 
because it hurts if you get it if you don't brush your teeth and it can get infected like you know what I mean whereas mm. but you're gonna just smell like pill the whole time no because you can wipe your arse no yeah why is this working out one of them you never have to so do you, again but the other stays as is so you either have to keep wiping your arse or brushing your teeth that's a fucking great question because like it's easy <laughs> which one of the teeth like oh yeah you're going with I don't mind wiping my arse like yeah but I don't I don't mind brushing my teeth either but I just like yeah fuck it like don't have to brush your teeth to stay the same fresh breath yeah happy days I think there's but more I don't benefits. know if I'd miss miss the sensation of brushing your teeth like the the freshness of it the well I'm assuming that like you, you kind have of that. have that all the time even after a meal yeah Aaron says you always have fresh breath I'll go with that then yeah 100% that is one of my all-time favourite questions. I love that one. Well, fair play, Aaron. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far in it. I love that question. It was good, but... Stephen has been on. Uh, the last question we had was from Aaron in Perth. Stephen's in Sydney. Sydney. All mm. the boys in Sydney, huh? He's, heard. He's in Sydney, 13 years. I'm a celebrity, uh, get me any. Little defectors, the lottiest. Says he listens to the podcast uh, in the van on the way to work. Keeps yeah. him somewhat in Dublin. Uh, says you're doing a great job. But, Thank uh, you. Um, most of Stephen's praise is reserved for me, I'm afraid, lads. Uh, That's all right. But he's saying he's listening to JFK and he loves it. Um, he's got three episodes done so far. Uh, and he said he also loves The Unusual Suspects. So he's just asked me, do I have any recommendations for similar true crime uh, from me or anyone's I like? Um, West Cork is brilliant. The original serial. S-Town. Yeah. Um, there's one called Running From Cops. Did you ever hear that one? No. It's great. It's about the, the making of the TV show Cops. Oh. How shady it was behind Brilliant. the scenes. Very interesting. And really well made. Like, it's not at all heavy. It's done in a really exciting way. Um, and then for me, no other true crime ones. We have a couple coming that will be in the true crime area. Um, another one of mine, uh, there's one called After Tusker Rock. I think you can only get it on YouTube now because it was when I was at News Talk. And that one is more of a history one about when my grandfather died in a plane crash. And the kind of, you'd like Joe actually conspiracy to cover it up when your grandfather died mm-hmm. in a plane crash he did really yep I feel like we talk about plane crashes all the time and this has never come up how many years ago was that 55 years now was he driving the plane 1968 was it in the, the army no it was an Aer Lingus plane what? the only Aer Lingus crash ever was it a commercial flight from Cork to London it crashed into the Irish Sea and there we, was... We've a, definitely asked you before, has there been a crash? An Irish airline crash? No, you, you mustn't have, cause, or else you oh, forgot I, my answer, because I definitely wouldn't have forgot that. <laughs> but maybe we said that, you just didn't mention that then, you didn't want... Uh, we've talked about plane crashes, I just yeah. haven't brought it maybe, up. Maybe just ta- ask that somewhere else. Though. Can you tell us about it on the podcast? Will we hold that shit for the podcast? That sounds amazing. We can hold it for the podcast, yeah, but to be honest with you... I made a three-part documentary series when I worked at News Talk. And, All of that, in it? Uh, it won a gold at the New York Awards. So I'm just saying, that's probably going to be a better telling of it than what we're going to do in the podcast. I put a lot of work okay. into that. Yeah. So go, that's on YouTube, if anyone wants to have it. I don't think you can get it on podcast at the moment. But definitely, I know it is on YouTube. It's called After Tusker Rock. And it's three parts. Um, that was the big one I did before Unusual Suspects so if you liked my other stuff you might like that one um, we can talk about the crash yeah another episode we could go through it if you just want to have a listen if you want we can do it in an episode but it was it was 30 years of conspiracies and suspicions that you know the Brits had shot it down and were covering it up 
the investigation was botched and all this stuff. And it turned out there was a whole other kind of cover up going on. Oh, did you get to the bottom of it or is there? And it's not definitive. Uh, I come to my own conclusion in it. Um, some people who's lost family members in it would not agree with my conclusion. They would think there's still stuff we don't know, but there's a lot going on with it. There was a couple of reports done. Like the first one was done by the fella who signed the airworthiness certificate for the plane just before it crashed. How and many, then they pe- asked how many people? How many people were on it? Sixty-one. All died. Yeah, everyone died. How have I never heard of this? Like, not even know. from you, but just in general. Well, yeah, that's a big thing. Hang on. I think we done episode number 68. And I said, in me little bit, remember I was doing that thing, in the year 68. I think I might have even said that there was a, I, a plane crash. It rings a bell to me, like. I'm going to go back to the episode. I'm sure I had mentioned it at some point. I have not mentioned it in this kind of, at this length before, but I'm sure I mentioned it. Maybe I didn't. Tell you what, yeah. you just go off and have a listen. Maybe sometime in the new year. Yeah. If we think people would want, we can do a bit. And I can grab some of the audio from the from the documentary and we can play it out or whatever. Do it like that. I don't know. But anyway, Stephen, that's the answer to your question. Look that one up. Um, and then the other ones I mentioned. So The Witness is brilliant too. Right that's, that's the Nicola Talbot. I'm listening that to that one again now. That's really good. So mm-hmm. did he just email Google. Dash about podcast recommendations? He just emailed to say he loved JFK one and oh, he right. really liked the Unusual Suspects so I was right now so I don't know was there any I'd okay. recommend? I think um, he likes you, Owen. I think he likes you. And you're not style. even a bit like, oh, how? I had people coming up to me at the Talking Bollocks live show to get selfies. Ooh, you're becoming really? a celebrity, Owen. Really? I'm not comfortable. You don't like that? I don't like that. I don't want to end up like you two. You, you won't. You'll ha- you have to. One more email here from a fellow called John in Limerick. Hello, John from Limerick. John in Limerick says, uh, he wanted to say thanks for all the hard work on the JFK series. Uh, he says, the credit to all of us that we've covered such well-trodden ground but make it interesting and entertaining. He absolutely loved it. Uh, he thinks there's a gap in the market for stuff like that, so you never know. Yeah, I agree. Um, John previously got in touch with us when we asked for acts of devotion for the podcast. Remember the, that when people had... Tattoos. And and someone named a cat. A cat's, yeah. yeah cat's Darren and Joe. And Joe. Kind of tattoos on their back and all that portraits of Joe on their forearm and and John wrote us a song. Is he a good singer? He is. And um, we have it now. So you'll hear that at the end of that this episode. That's John from Limerick and his song. So nice one, John. John's going to play us out. Mm. Is there any more questions? No, that's it. Deadly. Okay, well then, we'll tell you more about it in the main episode, but we have a live show coming up. In April. April the 6th. April the, April the 6th. In Vicar Street. Stala is back. It is back. With a bang. Road. Back on the road. We're touring. We're touring Vicar Street for one night. One night only. Yeah. One night only. Maybe we do Sydney. It sounds like we have a lot of support in Australia. Yeah. yeah. We go down and do a little... I must love to get me out of here. Um, tickets are on sale on Friday. The are. Ticket master. The master of tickets. The maestro. Ticket maestro. Get them quick. Get them while you can because honest to God I was talking to a lot of people yeah. and they were all saying they're getting them and I just... Well, like, last this time, the f- sound, go on, go on. It probably sounds a bit much, but like, I'll just be afraid that like the people that actually listen to it will miss out. So honestly, if, if you're not there for Friday buying them, I, I'd be I'd be worried. I'm convinced. I'm going to buy tickets now. Yeah, last time the floor seats sold out within a couple of days, I think so. Flew out. It was like two hours. Uh, and with Christmas this time. Yeah, they, they'll oh, no, sell faster. Don't hang about. Like, you'd want to be on it in the queue. I think there'll be a queue. <laughs> <laughs> 
They fucking will fly out though, especially with Christmas coming up. So you'd want to be, you do want to be quick if you want to, especially if you want to get good seats. And, and then like if, if it was, if anything was to go by like the last time in September, like if it was to go off that like uh, some night. It was class. Like I think people would be missing out. Like, yeah, stick it in your stick it in your diaries. Set a reminder. Tickets yeah. go on sale on, on Friday. Stick on like a couple of alarms. Half six, quarter to seven. Like seven every, every quarter, day. Half seven from now till Friday. Set an alarm to remind you to remind yourself on Friday to buy yeah. tickets. For the last show, there was people messaging me saying, "Is there any tickets available? Like, is any tickets left?" And no, there wasn't. It was sold out. So you don't want to be that person again. Get the tickets as soon as they go out on Friday. And what we'll time? See you. Eight a.m. Uh, nine, I think. Nine. Nine. So nine a.m. Set your alarm for a quarter. Nine and make yourself a cup of tea and then sit on your phone. Take a day off work. Take a day off work because I know loads of people who have took a day off work and they're going to be sitting in the queue for them outside Ticketmaster in the music, outside the music box in Fingless Village. <laughs> <laughs> Just hitting, hitting F11 at home. Like that. Refresh. Refresh. See ya. Talk to us. Bye-bye. Play us out there, John.